Alex turned to Zarya and the others, whispering, We need to contact our parents. I don't know about you, but my mobile is deader than a doornail. At the suggestion, Christopher looked relieved. I agree. Mom and Dad are going to ground me for the rest of my life. I'll never be allowed outside again at this rate. Philippe gave him a cheerless nudge. I'll be right there with you. What do you think my mom will do to me? She chased after me to stop me from leaving with you guys. I hate to even think about what they're all saying to each other. Geyer mumbled, rocking back and forth on the balls of his feet. His usual preppy look was beginning to show signs of wear and tear. The hems of his pants were becoming raggedy. They're probably starting a citywide panic. Zarya sighed, twisting her dark braids in her hands. <sighs> I'm sorry I got you guys into this mess. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me. Don't kid yourself, Zaza, said Philippe, wrapping an arm around her shoulders. We'd just be in another mess if you weren't here. And we're glad to have you around, Gaier said, giving her a gentle push. I have an idea, Alex said with some injected cheer, looking over at Hector and the dwarves. And better still, I think it's going to work. What is it? Zarya asked, eager for something to do. Well, he whispered. Remember the handheld mirror at the hidden gem, the one that could communicate with loved ones. I think we should use that. You can't be serious, Christopher interjected. Everything at Granny's shop was either broken or deadly. We can't risk it. Zarya stared at them both, remembering the poison teapot and the charmed quill. Each item had killed. Then, there were the malfunctioning keys, half a pair of the seven-league boots, and an incomplete tailor's kit. But she also remembered the mirror, which was one of the only promising items inside the hidden gem. I like Alex's plan she decided. I think it could work. Granny even offered to let us try it before buying it. Christopher threw a pleading glance at Philippe and Gaier. Granny didn't know anything about it. Half her store is useless, and the other half is dangerous. Could you risk hurting your parents with it? I couldn't. Alex gestured with his hands to get their attention. Stop, stop. I plan to use it to contact my grams first. She gave me the stargazer. She understands how it works. She's most likely covering for us. Well, I hope so anyway. I'm counting on it. Your gran is pretty cool. Gaier shrugged. If it could work, why not try it? How do we get out of here, though? Philippe asked, tilting his head at the guards. Do you think they'll let us go? We're not prisoners, are we? Zarya asked. Let me tell Hector. I'm in enough trouble already. Good luck, Gaier said, watching as she made her way to the front of the room. As Zarya approached, she shrank under the intense glare of King Flynn. His short round frame quivered in agitation. The dwarf king was not pleased with her, or with the situation she placed him in. Hector noticed the look and turned around, giving her a hand and helping her onto the raised dais where he now stood. Princess? he said gravely. Is there something you need? We've been here for a while now. She bit her lip, hesitating. Hector scratched his dark blonde beard. Yes, we have. Are you tired? Do you and the boys need to rest? I'll come get you when King Flynn and I are done talking. Actually, 
We want to contact our parents. Alex has an idea, but I think we might need dwarf currency. Ah, Hector said. In that case, I have a little in my bag. Our guards will escort you, Prince Floki's cool voice interrupted. It wouldn't do for you to get lost again. You might unleash a whole horde of dragons and make the situation worse. Your Highness, Hector warned, it is not her fault. Isn't it? Floki sneered, drumming his bejeweled fingers on the throne's armrest. If it wasn't her, then pray tell who went through a mirror and who loosed coal from his chains. Why was the mirror there? Hector countered. When the Underrealm was built, the Drakeland Council forbade any entrances into it other than the Gill River. King Flynn bristled, his bushy red beard trembling with the strength of his iron.